What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? I decided to switch it up a little bit vocally. Okay, well, just you started because... this really low. Oh, well, I feel low. I feel low. I, I feel just easy breezy. Are you feeling up more up today than yesterday? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I am. How? It looks better. Emily Skin Soothers. Shout out. What is that? It's like a Chinese herbal thing that this uh, acupuncturist put together for his daughter's eczema. And then a friend of mine who has eczema was like, check it out. And I put it on and it just like calmed everything Mm. down. So I also put the steroid cream on under it. I thought what you were going to say is that you got it at one of the many markets you frequent in your neighborhood. Because what did I did you enjoy, know, <laughs> did you enjoy going shopping with me yesterday? It was truly like shopping with someone's crazy aunt where you like, you pay with checks when you check out. I mean, I wish I wish the fact that we I walked six blocks so uh-huh. you could start at really a bodega and then we watch another two blocks so you go to another of the same bodega essentially but did you see that mixed green they had with the radicchio and um what is the one i used to love to do doc dachin how would i say it doc dachshund i know but i would say oh look those dachshunds and we were like that's not it it's not it at all i do want two long-haired dachshunds really uh-huh you know martha graham had i've talked about this in the podcast before she had shed? two dachshunds no. Are you sure? Yeah. Why do you know that? I just, because I've been around them. Okay. I was, we're going to get to this in a moment, but I was with two long-haired dachshunds when I was in Melbourne, and I was obsessed with them, and I want, I mean, that's my dream, is to live in Melbourne and to have two mm-hmm. long-haired dachshunds, and I think it's going to happen. Anyhow, we went grocery shopping yesterday. Yes, I took you to one bodega slash organic vegetables are there mm-hmm. for what I think is a very good price to get mm-hmm. a bag of rainbow organic carrots for a dollar. That is really... Try to beat it. That's try to beat it, New York. I, organic kale for one, for two bucks. Was it just a, a bunch or was it in a container? It was in a bag. You saw it. I mean, you were with me. You bought a... I bought like carrots, radishes, mm-hmm. mixed greens, mm-hmm. kale. And Reed was like, mmm, British chocolate. I got, and, then, and then you <laughs> Maltesers. Got, and then you got, and you wanted the Maltesers bar, which I thought. It wasn't a bar. It was their malt balls. They're like um, whoppers. Oh, wow. And I ate them later. They absolutely burned my throat. <laughs> what? <laughs> the sugar was so intense. That it burned your oh, throat. Oh, yeah. I was like. Like instantly <laughs> gave you reflux? I took about 11 whoppers before I felt the burning. Before you felt the burning. Yeah. It did in that moment, though, feel like. Yes, indeed. I was the crazy aunt and you were my niece coming along with me on shopping and I was getting, I was getting a bunch of vegetables and you were like, chocolates. And I was like, very well. Well, do you accept cashier's checks? Yeah. Do you remember when you travel abroad and you would have to have traveler's traveler's checks. checks? I never did that. I did. I remember having to do that because I was traveling in like the fifties. Um, when I was in high school. I was always chaperoned by school people yes. who took care of everything. I went abroad in, in when I was like a teenager without that kind of thing. So I had to have traveler's wow. checks. It's very fancy. Uh, well, I was um, smuggling drugs and I <laughs> paid prostitute. And so I figured I better have traveler's checks so that my signature is what people will need so I don't have my money stolen. Um, what else? Um, we're talking about the Joyce. Oh yes. You, we didn't really cover that enough last week. So yeah, well, there's a very good article in the times that you wrote about the last two or three programs of the Joyce festival. So you can read that. I don't have much different. My feelings aren't terribly different than hers, but the takeaway really is that 
These were programs curated by Lauren Cuthbertson, who's a principal dancer, Ed Watson, who's a principal dancer, someone else. I didn't see the first two, so I don't know. <laughs> and then a program curated by a friend of the pod, Jean-Marc. Jean-Marc, Jean who Puissant. I had talked with about possibly being able to do, right. and then I, I just wasn't able to. And know. he is a costume set designer, but yeah. he used to be a dancer. And he, I mean, it's no secret that he would, well, for, I don't know, for any, like, person with some kind of broader scope of intelligence that he would curate the best program, which indeed he did. Um, it was thoughtful and it was clearly from someone who's like looking at dance from like, from outside of just the body. Mm -hmm. So it was a really good show. And then I can't say as much for the others, but, um, it was really fun to see David and Joe dance together in Songs mm. of Wayfair. It was very vintage. How so? Well, they're both these like archetypes of old fashioned dancers. You know, David is the like Eric Brune and Joe is the Nureyev. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And they both do ballet in a way where like you feel they think it's important. Mm -hmm. You know what well, I mean? They do. Yeah, yeah. It's I think that's career. real. It's, yeah. It's... Well, lots of ballet dancers don't think it's important or they don't understand the history. Oh, okay. Or they don't have any history in their body. But they, I think they would still think ballet is important or what I'm yeah, doing well, here is important because it's a pretty massive A lot sacrifice. of ballet dancers get wrapped up in the, like, physicality obsession, but very few, like, seem to intuit history in their body. I mean, I, from what the time I have spent with David, that seems that, he, I mean, he really does. He really does. And Joe, I've only spent some time with him, but I fully feel that he does as well. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you. was weird. I've gone, you know, you know how in, in my lifetime, since I was a teen, people have often been like, Oh, you look like David or mm -hmm. whatever. And mm -hmm. then sometimes that goes away for years at a time and mm -hmm. I don't hear it. Mm -hmm. And then on this particular night at the Joyce, I can't tell you. So I was like, okay, I know. Oh, so many people, so were many people were coming up to you and saying, you look yeah. like David Halberg with glasses. I was greeted by Tyler uh -huh. who was ushering at the Joyce that night, who shall be talked about yesterday. Oh, I love, yes. Oh, wow, he was ushering at the Joyce. Okay. Uh-huh. And then, Jean, well, several people, Jean-Marc, many people, they were like, whoa. I was like, it's not, it's not that much. I was really hoping someone came up to me and was like, David, David, <laughs> no. it seems like your injuries has Have darkened your hair. <laughs> changed your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but maybe especially like from stage, you know, it's like people are like, huh. And then they, you know, are like, I think that's David Hallberg over right. there. And you're like, no, it's me. <laughs> it's just me. It's just me. Um, did you ever see this movie? How oh, is, I think it's with Betty Dave. I mean, it's with Betty Davis, but I think it's called dead ringer where she plays a sister who kills twin sisters and she kills her sister to take her life. So, you know, watch out, David. Can you imagine if, like... Oh, you, yeah, to, yeah, you to would kill David and then take his, his life. life. Yeah, yeah. Be like, here I go, off to Bolshoi. What am I doing? Oh, can you imagine that? Be, <laughs> so scary. Five, five minutes in. Ow, my knees fell off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David, you seem different. Well, I'm not. How dare you? Get away from me. Where's my dressing room? <laughs> we'll do it as a short. We'll do it as a short. You know, if you... Uh, for our... For our Patreon patrons. I feel like I have seen movies like that where they're like, 
we want you to believe that like the rest of the world believes that this person that's not this person is this person. Mm-hmm. And you can't because they don't look anything like them. Right. But and and yet, you know, but well in this one it's Betty Davis and Betty Davis. This is like well, early works. this is early, you know, where they have like a, someone wearing a wig. And, and like, shot from behind. Yeah, exactly. The parent trap. Like, hey, yeah, exactly. Haley Mills and Haley Mills. Parent trap from the parent trap to Dead Ringer. You know, it's really uh they're all the same. Even the Lindsay Lohan parent trap. Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay that. Lohan. Very important film. I l- as, and as people know, I love it. But there Lindsay. is a version of The Parent Trap with the Olsen twins, which is not called The Parent Trap, oh. but with Kirstie Alley and Steve Gutenberg. <gasps> oh, what? Yeah. Is Kirstie Alley the mean new mom? Oh, no, 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 no. They're who they're trying to get her Steve back together with? Yes. Huh. Who's the mean new mom? Kate Blanchett. I don't know. I was thinking about Kate Blanchett today. Um, I was talking about her earlier, about how much I love her, and everything that she does is arch. I feel... I'm. Are you interested in seeing that Bangs movie? Mm-hmm. What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Bernadette? I can't believe it. I, are you interested in seeing that Bangs movie? I think it's just called Bangs. It's real. Are you interested in seeing that Bangs movie? What? You know. Oh, yeah. What happened? Whatever happened to Bernadette? Uh huh. No, I don't. I don't want to see that. That doesn't feel appropriate to me. But, but what does feel appropriate is that now we're, we've moved on to Australia. I've been hinting at Australia. There we podcast, go. But I was talking about it today, irrespective of who our guest is going what to be. What a word. Thank irrespective. You. Um, because as people find out, it's my favorite place in the world. Anyways, uh, we will be right back with a very special guest. And uh, after this word from our sponsors. Okay. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, um, I'm Jeff, well, we were going to do you? an interview, but just kidding. Just kidding. We're not doing an interview. It's going to be a. It's going to be a phone call. Um, where am I? I am currently in Kingston, New York. I am waiting for my car to be finished getting its safety inspection at the Romeo Kia of Kingston. And um, I'm sitting in a cafe called Outdated Cafe, an antique cafe um, on the the main street. And even from here in Kingston, I can see uh, where I'm sitting. I can see the the rainbow crosswalk they did for Pride because I'm also quite close to the Kingston LGBTQIA Center. Wow. And, uh, yeah, Kingston's really cute. It's, uh, I'm in downtown. How often do you have to bring your car in for a safety inspection? Once a year. And what's really frustrating is before our road trip, I should have just had them do it right then and there, but I didn't, which meant that I did, you know, that thing of getting my oil changed, making sure we were okay to drive that long a month ago. And now I'm back. Wow. Back there doing it. It was really, it made me sad while I was driving up today. A of all schools starting, which I'm happy about. I love teaching. I'm excited about that. But I drove past the exit to Scranton and I felt this pang of nostalgia <laughs> for when we were all in Scranton with that gorgeous man in the coffee shop in an alleyway. Yeah. And uh, and I could see the, the mountains, the, you know, the, the cliffs of Dover. You should go back and visit and him. Jeremy loved that. And can you imagine just on my way home, take a, a two hour detour? <laughs> a few hours. 
Um, wait, I was going to ask another question. Do most people get their cars inspected once a year or is that unusual? You have to. No, I think you have to. I think like you have to, the safety inspection has to be up to date on your car. Oh, and you get a sticker or something? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you have to register your car every two years, which is going to blow because oh, you can hear the chimes. I wonder how this is going to work out on this phone call. Um, was, I like that. That's why I'm in a small town. Little town. You have to um, register your car every two years. And this coming year, I don't think I'm going to stick with my Kia. I think I want to get something else so I don't feel like I'm on a slip and slide during the winter. Um, oh, well, like what? I don't know anything about cars, but say a couple names of cars and we'll see. I want to get a Subaru, I think. <gasps> I, lo- I know about Subaru because my Aunt Gail in Idaho always has a Subaru because mountains, snow, etc. So I think it's a very good family car for difficult weather. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with a, a family car for difficult weather. Um, I'll have one more winter to get through in my Kia Forte. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, other, I'm, I'm interested to hear from you what car you think I should have while driving upstate. Um, keeping in mind that, like, I am on a budget. I love Subaru. Yeah, I mean, the reason I went with the Kia Forte was it was literally the cheapest thing I could get. And um, indeed, I got what I paid for. I wish you could get if one of those. If it rains, if it snows. I wish you could <laughs> get one of Good those um, those sobs. Because sobs were such a good shape. I just don't think they make them anymore. Mm, yeah, I don't know either. But they're not very spacious. And I do want to be able to do the splits in the back seat. Well, and you, and you were able to do that in our car. You really were. Yes. Half split. I miss our road trip. I have such nostalgia for it. It's back to school. The fall is here. It was. It was. But you're saying it's going to get warm. You just told me a little bit ago that it's going to get yeah, warm this, again. It's going to get hot again this week, and then you're going to feel confused. But it's always good to go back to school. The the year actually starts in September, and that's what people don't understand. When we celebrate New Year's Eve in January, that makes no sense because the year starts in September. The year begins in September. Is um is I think a take that many of us feel. There's a kind of anxiety I feel as fall builds in. It really feels like uh, the games are over and uh, now we are, you know, no no more playing, no more playing, back to work, back onto the That's true the because you're a teacher, dance doesn't happen in the summer, so like I don't work in the summer really and now it's all happening again. And uh, I'm in my studio. We actually are working on not just uh, reviving garbage to sell on Instagram, but actually some jobs too, having meetings, etc. And um, what else is happening? I tried watching. Remember our um, our phone call with Joe Walsh and Lauren Strong in the other so night. So fun. I mean, the that well, wasn't a phone call. It was an epic uh, FaceTime. It was a. A three-screen FaceTime. I've never was, seen anything like it. It was a three-screen FaceTime, which really made me think of Unfriended, a movie I highly suggest everyone watch, though I don't know how good it Harriet's is on the laughing laptop. at me because I am literally an antique. I'm from the olden days. She can't believe it. Oh, that you were shocked by a three-way FaceTime? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. It really, it, it did really blow your mind. We have such great photos from it, too. Me spitting charcoal toothpaste into a sink, your foot on a ceiling. Uh-huh. It's, you know, it's a real, it's a, it was, it was a good mix. Anyhow, on our phone call, Joe told us to watch Legion, Ugh. which I believe Samantha Mathis is on, who I've, 
and you know, is a, an upstater. Um, and you tried watching it and you're not having it. Well, I'm still trying. I've gotten through maybe four episodes. I slept through the entirety of the third one. And, um, it is the most aggravating show perhaps I've ever watched. It's just one million edits. It's really like there's no, it's very difficult to understand what's a dream and what's real. And they keep going back to these same scenes over and over and over and over again. And I'm, I mean, that sounds like life. Excuse me. What's a dream? What's real? Same scenes over and over and over again. This is exactly life. Well, I don't, but I don't need to watch a show that's just like life. What? What sound? Well, Jack's doing something. You can't hear anything. He's, He's left. No. Are you there? Yeah, I'm well, here. What's weird is when Jack talks, it sort of sounds Can you not hear like me? Um, the sound of those huge alien spiders from Arrival. I um, think you're going to have to deal with it because it's going to just be my wireless headphones. Oh, I hear a little bit of scurrying around. Sounds like my scurrying. I guess that's it. Jack sounds like he's knocking on something now. I guess. I wonder if he'll ever come back properly. It. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Are we doing Morse code? This is fun. <laughs> Let me see if the phone call's still happening. It's not, but I'm going to keep recording until Jack calls back. Harriet is laughing. <laughs> She's putting in a fresh bobbin in the jukey industrial right across from me. I'm going to paint a picture for you. She's using nude thread, uh, a, p- a pinky nude, like a fleshy nude. Um... Because she's going to uh, sew a zipper into a um, a charmeuse skirt that she may keep for herself, as it turns out, because it's too pretty to part with. And, and she has designs on wearing that skirt to an event and being a girl about town. She screwed in the zipper foot. And if, if any of you want to know what a zipper foot is, it's, a, it's basically half, half of a sewing machine foot. Uh, imagine... A person with two feet and then you lop one of those feet off and they're standing on one leg and that way you can butt that foot right up against the zipper teeth itself um she's gonna sew an an invisible zipper but not using an invisible zipper foot which is a hot take for harriet oh. chung <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we don't sew for so long that we forget what it is. So I'll describe to you the difference between a a zipper foot and an invisible zipper foot. Because you can sew an invisible zipper in with a normal zipper foot. It's just somewhat precarious. Oh, Jack's calling back. Hello? You're breaking up a bit, but I've recorded the... What's over? Oh, well, I've continued going on. I've, um, I'll get to 10 minutes. Anyways, I'm back with Jack now. He believes that this episode is done, but little does he know, Harriet and I have had a really fun conversation while he's been away. Oh, okay. Well, are you going to go deal with your car now? Okay. Jack is totally over this phone call. He's telling me that his Scorpio rising has kicked in. And he, he can't, and there was a technical glitch and he can't carry on. So I will finish up this episode for the both of us. Jack, thank you and goodbye. I loves you. We loves you. 
So Jack is now officially gone. I'm taking out my headphones. There's no need to keep them in anymore. <laughs> so a zipper foot uh, is one thing I told you about. And now an invisible zipper foot is a whole other thing. And a zipper, invisible zipper foot looks weirdly like a, like a brick with a hole in it. And it, it, yeah, you have to just make sure the foot is on the tape side of the zipper. No, the, the, the needle where it goes through the hole. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it has the ability to sort of take the, the, the teeth of the invisible zipper, which curl up into this little channel underneath. And then uh, you needle down through a hole directly beside it. So the stitches are very, very, very close to the teeth so that when you zip the invisible zipper closed, the zipper actually sort of recedes into the garment itself. And it's something that you can't possibly understand through me telling you about. In fact, you can't understand it the first 20 times you sew in an invisible zipper and you will mess up every time as Harriet and I learned when we were at FIT and constantly were sewing invisible zippers in incorrectly. Though, as it turns out, often they were sewn incorrectly. It just got curled up and you didn't know it. Anyways, Harriet, any anything interesting to say? Uh, we didn't get too involved with Boys Dance 2, but, you know, boys do dance too. And that's what I'll have to say. That's what I'll say about that. At any rate, I've been recording for, let's see, uh, 12 minutes and 10 seconds. I was forbidden from going anywhere past 15. So now seems like the perfect time to stop. It's 1138. I don't think I'm going to make it to class. And that's okay. I'll just carry on sewing this hem. I'm sewing a beautiful white ribbon into the hem of a silk crepe skirt. Yeah, going up for sale. Very exciting. Keep your eyes on Instagram stories, Reed and Harriet. And um, thank you for listening. This is going to be a very confusing episode. I don't know what it will be, but Jeremy, unfortunately, will be editing it from Milan. Thank you, Jeremy. That is above and beyond. We loves you. Keep listening. Don't watch Legion. Um, or unless maybe it gets better season two. I don't know. Uh, a good night and good luck.